Good afternoon, Acadiana. Welcome aboard the King Radio Ship Shots. Live golf talk for the next hour. Another hot day, another hot week, another hot weekend. But dry, so uh, good for golfers. Got a special uh, program for you today in our second segment. Box score and I will be talking about lefties. Left-handed players won on the PGA Tour at the Open. And right here locally, a special player won the State Amateur Championship, the 104th edition. We're going to be talking with him in our second segment. For now, let's thank our sponsors. We start out with Coca-Cola Bottling Company of Lafayette. Mr. Lee Tatford is the manager there. We appreciate his sponsorship of Chip Shots along with uh, high school sports. And, of course, as we all know, and looking forward to high school football coming up next month. Golfballs.com located on Arnold Boulevard right there in Lafayette. Anything you want in golf, you can find there. They have a beautiful showroom with, like I said, everything you want in golf right there. And if you want to hit some of the newest golf clubs from uh, all the top companies, you can try them out right there in their simulator. Golfballs.com, Arnold Boulevard, Lafayette. Of course, our local golf clubs, like we always say, without them, we'd have no local news. So uh, we appreciate them. And I don't know, but I like to give out a lot of local news. It's good for the listeners. You know, you get to hear your name on the radio and some of your accomplishments. I think that's a good thing. So we want to thank Eagle Ridge, Cane Row, Sugar Oaks, Bellevue, and the Chafalaya. Let's start out with the Chafalaya. They're still promoting their uh, summertime uh, Thursday scrambles. Twilight scramble, of course. Nine holes, 5.30 shotgun start. Entry fee includes golf, prize money, and a hamburger supper after play. Pass holders, it's only $25 for the public, $40. Call 985-395-4653. That's 395-GOLF, G-O-L-F, to enter one of their Twilight Scrambles. Then down at Bellevue, they uh, postponed their uh, 18th annual blowout. It's going to be in the fall, September 16th. But they did have a shamble on Sunday, the 23rd. Of course, a shamble, we're always talking about this, it's, uh, it's different from a scramble because you hit... All players hit your tee, their tee shots. You select the best tee shot, no matter if it's a par three, four, or five, and then you play your own ball out from there. That's a true shamble. So winning first place at Bellevue was Brandon Burdett. Who else? The Burdettes, they need to uh, do something about Brandon. He's uh, playing too much golf, maybe. His dad needs to put him to work. He teamed up with Scott Goulas, Benny Saintez, and Butch Bajeron for minus nine and one. The shamble. Second place went to David Arbino, Keith Hodges, Ken Gove, and Kenny Abair. They were one shot back at minus eight. And Butch Bajeron won the closest to the hole. Not sure which hole, but he won it. Then down at Eagle Ridge, their unlimited golf for three years. What a deal this was! One hundred and seventy-seven dollars. You pay up front, but you're a member for three years. With very, very few restrictions, I believe this has come to an end. So, we'll have to see what uh, comes up next for uh, Eagle Ridge. I know they've been busy. Every time I pass there, that parking lot is full. Of course, the weather has a lot to do with that as well. But uh, their membership has 
duly increased with that new promotion. So uh, I hope you have taken advantage of it because now it's over, I believe. I'll find out for sure next week. <clears throat> Sugar Oaks, their specials, 9 or 18 holes on Monday and Tuesday, only 18, uh, $22. Uh, and they're one of the few courses that's open on Monday in our area. So uh, my all-day special is Wednesday, $31 for as many holes as you want. Of course, on Wednesdays is when they have that Twilight Scramble, right? So you can play in that as well. And so the last winner of their Scramble, Twilight Scramble, was Paul Olivier and Keith Domingue at minus two. Actually, they won a scorecard playoff with Eric Lachley and Glenn Dupuy. They were also minus two. Then Sunday is uh, traditionally their members' shootout. And so they had that. Winning all of it. Front back in 18 was Paul Olivier and Eric Lachley. 24 points on the front, 29 on the back, 53 total. Winning the uh, cash paying skins, PJ Judy's three, Eric Lachelet, two, Paul Olivier, Kevin Ledford, and Glenn Dupuy, one each. Hole in ones are falling left and right at Sugar Oaks. Bobby Buto made a hole in one. From 139 yards out with the six iron. Then Willie Lewis made a hole in one. On hole number 17, 110 yards out with a pitching wedge. His playing partner was Robert Harvison. A week or so later, Willie got to witness Robert Harvison making a hole in one on number nine from 136 yards using a 21 utility wood. And their most recent one, Ron Finley on number 17 with an eight iron. And he had a slew of witnesses as well. Four hole-in-ones all within a, like maybe a two-month period. Pretty remarkable. So if you want to make a hole-in-one, go play golf at Sugar Oaks. The Gator Golf Club, which stems out of Sugar Oaks, in other words, most of its members are also members out at Sugar Oaks, their last event, thanks to Mr. Boyd Booty, the CEO and director of the Gator Golf Club, bringing me this information, their last event was played at Lynx on the Bayou in Alexandria. Winning the first flight was uh, Mitch Thibodeau with plus nine. Winning the second flight was Billy Hebert plus ten. Their next event this summer is going to be at the Nationals Golf Course right there in Westlake. Ten o'clock tea time on August the 5th. So good luck to all those guys traveling around playing in the tournament. The Cadiana Pro-Am was held out at Sugar Oaks last week and had a record number, 139 players participated. Once again, we're pleased with Doug Beard and the effort he's making to uh, accumulate more members and more players in the tournament uh, due to the fact that he's initiated uh, more than one day you can play. In fact, at Sugar Oaks, you could play Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday last week, and that's the reason for 139 players, which is a record. Winning first place, Kevin Arsenault, Jimmy Rogers, Paul Walters, and Don DeCluid, plus 15, winning $150. Of course, that's redeemable at golfballs.com. Second place, only one shot back, was Ricky Delcom, Willie Boyd, Melvin Oob, and Lloyd Gilfroyd, plus 14. They won $100, golfballs.com. Then third place, Dean Dashe, Jay Frederick, Lyle Hargrave and Neil Swallow, plus 13, won another shot back, winning $60. The low individual players, 
The A player was Kevin Arsenal, plus seven. B player, Roy Boudreaux, plus eight. C player, Kevin Ledford, plus eight. And the D player, Paul Ladusser, plus seven. This coming month, August, we'll be trying a new location. It's not a new golf course. In fact, it's a really old golf course, a nine-hole golf course in Patterson, St. Mary's. We'll be trying it out. And uh, it's the sister club to Bellevue right there in Franklin. And they have a little nine... <coughs> They have a little match, Ryder Cup-style match, periodically between those two nine-hole clubs. So uh, we'll let you all know how, how the Pro-Am works out. Hope they get a good turnout and new people see uh, another golf course. At Cane Row, junior rates. This is different, right? $25 before 1 p.m., $15 after 1 p.m. for juniors. Uh, Catholic High School, their golf team gets to play in season February, March, and April, and May for free. And that's a pretty good deal there for Catholic High. And their specials, veterans on Wednesday, active or retired, $25 plus tax. Senior rate, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, $35 plus tax. Their twilight rate, after 3 p.m. on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, $30. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, the weekend, $35. Then, <coughs> if you want to be a member, you get a whole bunch of perks. 20% off of their soft goods and their stock in their golf shop, as I'll mention in a minute, with all kind of things. 10% off of their hard goods, which is uh, also well stocked. And stuff's coming in as I speak. $142 a month. The big thing, I think, that you get it, the big advantage for being uh, a member there is you can book your tea time one week in advance. And since the weather's been pretty dry and, and busy, the golf uh, tea times are gobbled up. You want to book your tea time that special time so that you can get through playing when you want to play. Uh, and you can do that one week in advance if you're a member. If you're not, only one day in advance. And they also chart your handicap with the Louisiana Golf Association handicap system. They waive your MGA, Men's Golf Association, dues. And uh, they are also licensed to sell UL Raging Cajun logoed merchandise. So check that out for this fall. With football season around the corner, you might want to get your Raging Cajun loved one, something special from the pro shop. They had a, a girls' golf tournament out there today. Normally, Kane Rose not open on Mondays. But uh, over the weekend, I saw a few girls practicing and playing practice rounds uh, for this golf tournament. I'll have to go there this week and get the results, so I'll bring it to you guys next week. Golf shop sales, as I was talking about earlier. Johnny O. Polos, 25% off. Carter Golf Shoes, 25% off. Travis Matthews Belts, 50% off. And they have these new GPS merchandise range finders. This is crazy. That uh, It not only gives you the yardage verbally, but it's also uh, in between plays music. Pretty cool thing. Lord knows what technology holds for us in the future with golf and everything else. Coming up at Cane Rose, Generette Senior High Alumni Golf Classic. And that's going to be 8 o'clock shotgun start on Saturday, September 16th. It's $125 per golfer. And it's a four-man four, uh, scramble. So uh, you can call Cane Rose if you want more information on that. But that about... Tells it all. They also coming up at Cane Row this, this coming fall is going to be the State KC Knights of Columbus Tournament 
uh, Saturday and, and Sunday, October 7th and 8th. They usually gather, what, 300-plus players, and uh, that's going to be a big tournament, the state KC tournament at Cane Row. They are also at Cane Row, they changed out uh, three or four of their bridges, which was really necessary. And they uh, just got through uh, Arafan, their greens, the small times. You can hardly, hardly uh, notice it anymore. And then uh, w with the Lafayette Senior Men's Golf Association, thanks to Mr. Lawson Ruley for this information. You can be uh, a member of the uh, Lafayette Senior Men's Golf Association for $25 a year. And they travel around, as does the Gator Golf Club, and play on the second Tuesday of the month. They play uh, an out-of-town course. And that last one was played at the Islands in Plaquemine. And uh, winning that was Myron Rodrigue, second place Mel Patan, then Glenn Bertrand, and Woody Lemaire. Then the fourth Tuesday of the month, they play at their home course, Muni in Lafayette, in the format this past month, was individual points. Jay Frederick was plus seven winning that event. Roland Delahousie plus six, Greg Gotro plus five, and Steve Newman plus four. And then, uh, once again, congratulations to the UL golf team from the Louisiana Sports Writers Association. They gathered a bunch of awards. Milan Portiger, the freshman of the year, and of course he's from South Africa. He had a 72.3 scoring average. And then Eli Artigo, a local product right there in Lafayette, Second year All-American, he had a 72.8 scoring average. And, of course, Theodore Sliman, the coach, by winning the Sun Belt Conference, got coach of the year. Congratulations to the UL program. And as I hinted to, uh, we're going to have a special guest coming up in the second segment with Boxcar and this guy. We're going to talk about uh, another Cajun who won the 104th Louisiana State Amateur Championship up in Shreveport. On the junior golf scene, uh, my grandson Drew finished uh, fifth, as we said last week, in the Louisiana State Junior, shooting nine on the par for three rounds of golf, 54 holes. And uh, he was proud of the fact that he was the lowest finisher in his class of 2025. And then uh, he also tried to qualify for the Arnold Palmer Invitational's American Junior Golf Association Championship this weekend in Orlando. They took the top six of 60 players and uh, he came close, shooting 74, two over par. He needed to shoot two shots less to make it even par qualified. And uh, it was played at Orange Lake Resort in Kissimmee, Florida. Then on his schedule is coming up, uh, the Louisiana Junior Golf Tour goes to the University Club in Baton Rouge. That's LSU's golf course, August the 1st and 2nd. I'm looking forward to that. Boxcar's in the house. you have anything to add to the uh, local news? Uh. Whoops, guess we better turn on your mic. <laughs> uh, no, Ted, uh, nothing really uh, new other than the uh, guests coming up at uh, 530. Uh, but, you know, just... Um, A lot of folks happy with that and excited. Yeah, yeah. I think so. And uh, You'll have to stay you know, tuned to, 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 uh, to find out the who information. It is, huh? yes, yes, you will. Absolutely. All right, we'll take a break. Then Boxcar and I will be back, and hopefully our guests will call in. Stay tuned. Hey guys, if you're looking for the top golf experience in Iberia Parish, you need to look no further than Cane Row Golf and Turf Club. 
Low or high handicappers will enjoy the beautiful greens, the recently refurbished sand traps, and incredibly plush fairways. And by the way, you don't have to be a golfer to enjoy Cane Row. The brand new clubhouse sports some of the best burgers, pizza, wings, and many other choices along with absolutely the best, most potent margaritas that you've ever tried. So whether it's golf, food, or just some fun, come to Cane Row and enjoy. We have a new player on the field and he's ready for kickoff with a delicious ice-cold Coca-Cola. And the kick. Ice giving him a little trouble as a few cubes shake loose. He's probably going to pour it here, and he does. The glass is full. Can he go all the way? He did it! Oh, wow! And just listen to that fizz! That might have been the most refreshing thing that I've ever seen. Coca-Cola. Taste the feeling. The GolfBalls.com Retail Center is now open and better than ever. Stop by our newly renovated store to shop the latest in golf balls, clubs, and apparel from brands such as Titleist, TaylorMade, Callaway, and Under Armour. Check out our new state-of-the-art golf simulator and demo the hottest irons, drivers, and putters. Featuring 20,000 square feet of golf equipment and gear, GolfBalls.com was founded here in Acadiana 25 years ago and remains the world leader in golf customization. Located on Arnold Boulevard next to Harbor Freight Tools and, of course, online at GolfBalls.com. Sugar Oaks Golf Course, located at 4002 Sugar Oaks Road, is an 18-hole regulation golf course. This medium yardage layout has adequate length, wide fairways, and not-too-difficult approach shots. Sugar Oaks Golf Course is a semi-private course that's open to the public. Our guest rates are very attractive, and our monthly dues are accommodating. Give us a call for your tee time. That's Sugar Oaks Golf Course in New Iberia. Phone 337-364-7611. 364-7611. Bayou Sports, 715 weekday mornings on the all-new Kane 1075. Hits of the 60s, 70s, and 80s. And we're back. Box score and Chetty with chip shots. Expecting a call from uh, the 104th Louisiana State Amateur Champion. A left-hander like it was a popular left-hander's weekend, right, Boxcorn? That was unbelievable. You know, I mean, uh, obviously most eyes were fixed on uh, Brian Harmon and his victory at uh, Royal Liverpool and the 151st Open Championship. Um, But I didn't realize the irony of that until uh, I heard it this morning on uh, Bayou Sports. Uh, that actually uh, Mahati, who I've been kind of following, that kid's going to be a good player. I mean, he's been up there the last uh, couple of months in, in almost every PGA tournament he's played. Um, but, you know, real tall, lanky left-hander, and he won. That was the um, – He just had special temporary exemption too, but now he's got he's got everything. He's FedEx well, Cup eligible. And he's got a trophy girlfriend too. <laughs> <laughs> you saw that, boy. I did. Yeah. <laughs> I'd cry for her, too. It's amazing what those, that money will do. <laughs> I mean, because he is not a really good-looking guy. I'm saying he's way out of his league there, buddy. But, uh, Ooh, yeah, he, he, he made a hole in one there. <laughs> but, but he's got the bank account to back it up, you know. Um, <laughs> But but no, good 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 player. Just uh, again, didn't uh, put the connection together that uh, you know you had two lefties uh, winning on the uh, on the same weekend like that. And of course, that was the um, the event, which I don't I'm not really crazy about that <clears throat> Stableford scoring system on the PGA Tour. You know, because it I don't know. It, well, it's, it's okay on all weekend games. Or it's or, just because we used to minus one instead of plus, you know. I, I guess because I mean the scoring. Just saying, if if you're going to make a, pros, don't usually make triples, you know. So no, but but if you make a double, it's a zero. But right? you don't. Uh, no, a double is minus two. 
That's it, what I meant. Yeah, this is like yeah. a modified. It, it's yeah, like, it's, um, but it, it still counts. Yeah. I mean, there's, but so if you par, make, par make a triple, it's still a minus nothing. Two. Birdie's two. Eagle, I think it's four, but I'm yeah. not positive. And then it's uh, like what we doubles. use in our pro am, but it, no, but we get points for par in the pro am. You don't get any points for par here. Well, you but could, it's still relative. You shoot even, and you get zero points. You know, so I, no, I, I I get it. You know, but it's just. But I, what I'm I what I was know. trying to ask or say yeah. is a triple bogey and a quadruple are the no, same. I mean, I mean you, you pick up after you. Yeah, know. You're minus two. Period. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Right. I mean, after, so it, after yeah. And pros don't usually. I mean, well, sometimes I don't know. Do. Uh, playing in the British I, Open, you I, might. Oh, I saw some. Um, <laughs> b- I, ironically, both Fitzpatrick brothers each made seven on the uh, on the par three seventeenth. Oh, really? On two different days, but yeah, they both. I, was, I think on Friday and Saturday, they both made a seven on that little par three. And then Ricky is, on on the first round with, had it three under, I think, and made a nine on on the last hole when, with that internal lot of bombs. Yeah, twice. Yeah, that thing that is a scary shot. I just don't get it, man. I, I know. I, I oh gosh, you know you um you can hit a pretty good shot and still be ob and 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 you know it, and then other holes you blow it like way way right and you're okay. You know you're wide open. It's, it, it, yeah, it, you can go in the other fairway it and was, you have um, a shot. Yeah, it's a <laughs> it's crazy a, golf over there. Yeah, it, it was, but uh. But yeah, Brian Harmon, who uh, started the tournament, I think at, uh, I think I heard 135 to one, but I, it may no, have been. 125, yeah. Okay. But he was 26 ranked in the world, so it wasn't yeah. really obscure to the guys that no. play golf like you and me. Yeah, and I really wish I'd followed it closer because I might have put a few dollars on him <laughs> on my uh, app, you know, because. You know, an interesting stat, though, he was ranked 26 in the world going into this tournament. The average uh, rank of the past British. Uh, open champions, I shouldn't say, open champions yeah. for the last 15 to 20 years. I forgot the exact number, but the last, say, 20 years was 25. Wow. So, in other words, he was he was due right on the it's not, it's That would have made you bet on him. It's not a favorites tournament, in other words. And, no. and he had had a couple of good finishes um, in majors. You know, I know he had won in seven years, but... Um, but, but yeah, in, last in recent, year at St. Andrews. Yeah, you know, so obviously um, what, what most impressed me was... I. Look, we've seen that so many times, and and he had the lead, I think, last year, and I, I, I believe going into the final round, maybe a one shot or something. But you know how hard it is to sleep on a lead, but he, sleeping on a big lead to me is even harder, you <laughs> know. And uh, when you're looking at a five shot lead, all you can, to me, all you can think about is what could go wrong. And to his credit, both Saturday and Sunday, he started off bogey, 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 and and brought it back, yeah. you know, and and man and. And look, I mean, the crowd was against him. Mm-hmm. I almost felt bad, Ted, at, at the award. I actually, it's the first time I ever watched the award ceremony after, I think. Now, now granted, it was, <laughs> it was raining. I, I get that. But when I'm telling you that everybody left off the mm-hmm. stands, they, now if Rory would have won or, you know, some other, um, John Rahm even, you know, they'd have been crowded around there. And it was literally like 30 people left still there he you don't know. care <laughs> no he doesn't care you know i even felt bad that his wife and parents weren't there yeah you know? his wife was i mean right. you know who's he celebrating with his caddy his caddy yeah. and his manager yeah, yeah that was the only people in, in his uh you and know so i gotta ask you his caddy it was scott tway tway is that, is that brother oh really bob tway's bob brother, tway's and, brother. He, and he was on the bag for bob tway and bob tway won the pga championship oh wow i didn't realize that yeah but i mean i figured with the name Tway. well and you can see the height too he's <laughs> he's about a six three guy especially compared he, to, to five seven to five seven yeah <laughs> but he's a big guy yeah uh but yeah i looked that up because i thought it might have been um 
maybe this guy played on tour, but he didn't. I mean, he played, I think, college golf. Yeah, North but, Carolina, um, they but, said. Uh, but, yeah, he, but he caddied for Bob Tway until Bob, you know, kind of went yeah. out. I don't know if he even plays you know, on the senior tour. No, but, I don't think but so. But he was on the bag for the PGA yeah. you know, when Bob Tway won, you know. so You know, th- this would have been a hell of a tournament if Brian. Oh, I know. <laughs> it would a great tournament. Yeah. Great leaderboard. But I'll tell you what. Yeah, the big names were all bunched up after after yeah. Brian Harmon, but John uh, Rahm, Sepp Straka, he played for Georgia as well. Because yeah. uh, Tom, well, Tom Kim, another twenty-one year old, and Jason Dane. Boy, I hope he continues to play well. Of course, Rory won more shot back, so that's back a hell of a leaderboard. Oh no, it was fantastic, and and Tom Kim started off the week not even knowing if he would have to withdraw or not. He he twisted his ankle really bad. Yeah, uh, stepped off a patio on the back. Um, of his uh, rental house, you know, and and, um, and and actually he said he was in so much pain and his uh, quote, uh, you know, his uh, his manager or his trainer told him to suck it up, you yeah. know, <laughs> and, um, and and he did, you know, and, and I didn't really see any limp, you know, or anything like that, but he, uh, yeah, he's another good young player, but. Um, 21. Yeah, yeah. I really thought after Rahm's, but it, it's so hard after a Saturday round like that when you set the course record and everything, you know how it is, it's. Mm-hmm. To, to follow that up the next day, it's really, really hard. And um, I think if, you know, maybe if the rain hadn't come up and, and the conditions had been just ideal birdie fest like it was on Saturday, maybe he could have made a, you know, more of a charge. But um, but honestly, Brian Harmon's lead was – well, I say that. It got cut to three. Yeah, I, I right texted off the you bat. that. Yeah, right off the bat. Yeah. But uh, it was actually a heckler that uh, that kind of inspired him, you know, um, told him he didn't have the the stones to win the tournament, and he just kind of used that as inspiration. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I mean, again, I feel so bad for the guy. He was booed yeah. on the first, uh, you know. Now, you, you know, the, the open crowd is normally the best Most crowd respectful, in golf. Oh, yeah. absolutely. You know, they, they that's so out of character for them. But, of course, you know, Tom, they were really rooting for Tommy Fleetwood or, yeah. you know, Rory or John Rahm or one of those guys, but especially Fleetwood. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and then, and then uh, John Rahm, you know, you're talking about him. They asked him, uh, looking back, do you think there's a few shots you could, you'd like to have back? He said, look, the dude won by six strokes. <laughs> he <laughs> says, I don't have six strokes that I can say could have gone the other way. No, really, I, I, I don't think he did. He, his only uh, – <laughs> complaint was his round uh thursday he was paired with uh, rory and he kind of had you know he kind of had the red you know what after the round because he was complaining about all the microphones around and uh the distractions and everything else and uh i mean he really got off to a poor start you know i mean he he, he made up a lot of ground with that uh with that 63 oh, but yeah but um but no, I mean, you know, look, I mean, uh, unlikely winner uh yeah pretty you know pretty much but when you put it in context with as you said, the last, um, you know, however many winners, you know, their average uh, world ranking. 25, yeah. Not really out of place, you know. So And look, when it, you make, a, you know, 11.6 in, in putts gained. Oh, he yeah, – 106 putts for the whole – for the 72 oh, holes. Yes, yeah, he broke a record by about four. I mean, he well, made, that's I think, it, yeah. 98 out of 99 from inside 10 feet or something like that. I mean, it was uh, – Yeah, 59 out of 60 from inside 10 feet. Oh, there's our guest. Yep, there's our right guest. Right on time. Perfect time in there. How about that? Hello, you're on the air with chip shots. Hello. Hey, is this Jake? This is Jake. Hey, Jake. Jake, congratulations. 
Okay, Jake, you there? Hello? I'm having trouble hearing y'all. Yeah. Oh. Uh, well? I said I'm having trouble hearing y'all. Um, Is that any better? Are you on a, a Bluetooth or a speakerphone? Yes. No, that, yeah, that, that may be the that, problem. That could be it. Any any way you could. Uh, I'm in my car. You driving? <laughs> okay. Well, um, we'll try to get through this anyway. Uh, j- just do the best you can. The questions you, you can hear. Um, so anyway, we have with us uh, the the brand new champion of the Louisiana Amateur, very prestigious tournament, Jake Marler. Uh, UL golfer and and uh, first of all congratulations uh, from uh, uh, me and Mr. Teddy uh, Jake uh, um, what a weekend and, and just kind of tell us how special this victory is for you. Yeah, um, no, it was really cool, uh, especially to be able to win in Shreveport uh, with all the support coming out. It was a- Jake's got to get out of his car. How many LGA <laughs> events now? And uh, so my first one, be the state am, is just really awesome. And uh, honestly, don't even know how to feel yet about it. But uh, definitely very excited, and uh, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, and obviously uh, a lot of your teammates had had uh, success too. You had, uh, I think, uh, Matt Weber so finished. Matt that. Weber was there, and Burke Alford, and they both, uh, all three of us were top twenty. Uh, Matt finished with a top 10 yesterday he kind of backdoored his way into a top 10 and then Burke uh I think he shot one under yesterday to finish inside the top 20 so yeah definitely a very good showing for uh for all of us yeah and and and, you know those uh the the Cajuns have had some close calls in recent years uh Matt was the the runner-up in 18 and Eli Artigo was a runner-up in 20 and then Charlie Flynn was a runner-up last year so Finally, yes, right. finally got rid of the bridesmaids, and uh, we have a we have a graduate there. So uh, congratulations on breaking through and uh, and winning that. And uh, I, I have to ask you this: I mean, I, the, the irony of everything didn't kind of hit me until I was thinking about it this morning. But on a weekend when you had you know Brian Harmon winning the the Open Championship, uh, uh, actually Bahadia you know winning the Barracuda Championship. Both of who just happened to be left-handed, and uh, Jake yes, Barr winning the Louisiana Open Championship. You know, did you did you kind of realize the irony of that? Yeah, it was it was pretty funny. Um, actually, one of the the, um, the sports riders up here in Shreveport that uh, I become pretty good friends with. He told my mom on the back nine yesterday. He was like, Brian Harmon just won the Open. He goes, that might be a little irony for Jake. And then I ended up winning and went home. And turned on the TV, started watching Golf Channel, and I saw Akshay Batia was going into a playoff, and then he eventually won. And I started just dying laughing. I was like, wow, what a day for the lefties, <laughs> having three winners. So, so along that lines, I'll let Mr. Teddy's jump in after, but I have to ask you, um, I mean, your generation basically grew up Tiger fans, if we're going to be honest. You know, Tiger Woods was, was the man to follow. But as a lefty, did you have a special place in your heart for Phil Mickelson? Uh, I did. I always liked Phil, and the one thing I really liked about Phil was the short game. Uh, and I tried to early on when I was trying like working on my short game and stuff. I would watch a lot of Phil Mickelson videos and try to kind of copy what he was doing. Um, 
just because he was so good at it. And it's also I just really like his routine and technique and everything. So I tried to copy that. Um, so I've definitely always liked Phil and tried to take some things from his game and try to use it to help me out too. Hey, Jake, uh, Mr. Teddy here. Um, you know, you're the first win the state am in 27 years since Matt Trevino did it. Uh, and, and if it would have been a team event, I think uh, the Cajuns would have won this week. But uh, my question is, uh, how did the court compare setup-wise and difficulty-wise to some of the courses y'all play on the collegiate level? Uh, yeah, so the course was honestly is very similar, I felt like, to the conference championship this year. The, uh, they were kind of soft, but the greens were very firm. And that's kind of how the conference course was, the uh, soft fairways and firm greens. So I almost felt like I was playing the same golf course as the conference championship other than the tee shots. I mean, the greens reacted the same way. Uh, They're fairly new greens. I think they're only about a year old now. But, um, yeah, the ball would skip on the first hop. It would take huge hops and stuff like that. So I kind of tried to did a conference, and it worked out. So, so going back to that conference championship, uh, tell us how special it was for you to be the guy who, uh, who led the—I mean, basically led the, the Cajuns to victory—and um, that you know being three down in that match, um, and, and then you know going twenty holes to to close out the victory. How special was that? It was awesome, and that's one of the things I kept kind of feeding off of yesterday. Was I just kept thinking back to the conference championship? Anytime I get nervous over a shot or kind of start thinking about it, let my mind wander. I would kind of just think back to conference and remember that playoff I was in because there's no time I was more nervous playing golf than I was in that playoff, but I was able to get it done in the playoff, so I just kept thinking back to that and just kind of what I did that day, uh, just trying to think about that to help me out, uh, especially yesterday. Um, playing with the lead, I was just trying to, you know, focus on one shot at a time and just focus on what I did during conference uh, to help me yesterday. And uh, you have something to add? Well, I can. Oh, yeah, go ahead. No, no, Jake, uh, I mean, I'm, you know, playing in front of your family and friends and winning there in Shreveport, I know that's that's extra special. So uh, yes, sir. congratulations there. And uh, I know you got to be excited about – this coming season with the Cajuns, keep that momentum going since uh, all your teammates did so well. So uh, congratulations from, uh, from us down here in Cajun country and uh, hope you all continue to have a good, good summer. And, and uh, like I said, I know your, your family is really proud of you and keep the momentum going. And Jake, yes, sir. Well, thank you all for having me on. Uh, definitely very excited for this next season. I think we've got a lot of momentum going into it, especially my senior season. Very excited to, uh, I know we got conference this year, but hopefully we can uh, just keep the momentum going this fall and then into the spring and hopefully have a repeat of last year. Hey, Jake, I do have one more question for you. I was kind of looking at your bio on the uh, Raging Cajuns website, and uh, you definitely come from a, a really s- strong sports background, but ironically yeah, not, not, not much of a golf background because, uh, you know, you had your great-grandfather who played for the, the Yankees World Series champions in 1936, and uh, you had an, an uncle and grandfather who both played college football. You uh, were a multi-sport athlete in high school. So, so what? At what point did you realize, hey, golf is my future? 
Um, well, it's kind of a funny story. I, uh, I grew up playing, like, until I got to about middle school, I grew up playing just baseball, basketball, football, and then uh, one of my friend's dad took me out to the golf course, and I started hitting some golf balls, and uh, I, like, immediately, immediately fell in love with it, and uh, it was funny, the next few travel baseball tournaments I would be at in the summer, I'd be making golf swings on the on-deck <laughs> circle, and uh, my dad was getting on me at the time, but then finally went out to the golf course with me, and he was like, oh, maybe you can play this sport, and I kind of fell in love with it, and stopped playing basketball and football and really focused on golf, and so yeah, it was a funny story, because my dad played every sport growing up, and didn't play any golf, and then <laughs> the sport I fell in love with and want to play is golf, so it's just kind of a funny story how it turned out did, did you start out playing left-handed so i lost you there i said did you start out playing left-handed yes okay yeah because a lot it's, everything left-handed it's really hard you know uh for junior golfers a lot of times to get fit properly with equipment you know when it comes to being a left-hander it, it's just there's not a whole lot of options sometimes you know so so in that respect you really lucky you know that you were able to uh to not have to have to switch because as we know phil mickelson's a natural right-hander you know and yes, uh, uh, yeah. and but play you know emulated his dad's <laughs> swing in a mirror and that's how he became a left-handed golfer so so one final question um what is your major in school and what are your plans for after college and and do you have any aspirations of a of a pro golf career uh, yeah, I, um, my major is business management at UL, and um, to be honest, I haven't, uh, I've got a few things I've been thinking about for after college, but um, definitely after college, I'm going to, uh, I just want to see how this kind of scene, and see where my game's at at the end of it, and kind of make a decision if I'm going to play some pro stuff. I, I'm sure I'll play a few pro tournaments just to see kind of how I match up and see how I do, but uh Really want to just get through this year and kind of focus on that for now and then uh, think about pro golf after college. Well, again, congratulations. Uh, I know uh, I know, Coach uh, Theo is very proud of you. And, um, you yes, know, he, he and I texted back and forth last night when I saw the, the results and uh, just uh, couldn't be happier. I mean, uh, I know the, the program has had some struggles, but, but, boy, this past year was really special. And uh, y'all got to, uh, you know, the – the thing that impressed me the most is really how just how how great of a of a group of young men y'all are, you know, because there's so much more to life than just golf. You know, you you have to yes, be a, a good person, you know, and um, and and y'all definitely exemplify that and, and represent the university well. So I just want to thank you for as a raging Cajun alumni, well, a USL guy back in 1981. I want to uh, you know yes, thank sir. thank you for what you're doing for the for the university and uh, and go Cajuns. Yes, sir, for sure. Thank you all so much for having me on. And uh, definitely love Lafayette, love UL, and excited for this next season. Looking forward to seeing you in the fall. So uh, good luck. Keep practicing hard, and uh, we'll see you then. Yes, sir. Thank you all. Y'all have a good one. All right, James. You too. Thank you. Good good interview there, Boxcar. Just a few other notes on the tournament. Uh, Of course, Marla shot nine under par in one by three over Hunter Battles and Jay Mandel. 
Jay Mandel's uh, the LSU be, commit, yep, right? That's it. Yep. Right there from Lafayette, he's going to be in LSU. And he's the number one recruit in the state? Uh, he's tied with, uh, with Kale Fontenot. Kale just won the uh, state junior okay. for the third straight time, setting a record there. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. They tit for tat, you know? Yeah, no, but <laughs> what I'm saying is he beat a good field, you know? Oh, and, God, yeah. And, and I was looking down. <laughs> Teddy, it's amazing, though, so, how some of the guys who, I don't know how old they are now, but are still – competitive you know i was looking at the top say you know the guys who made the cut basically right. you know and you see names i know they're in their 40s and 50s for mm-hmm. sure you know still 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 competitive and, and up mm-hmm. there you know but uh but yeah when i was looking back at the, the list of past winners because you know what i was curious about was whether uh david toms ever won it or whether mike Hynan had ever won it and they i don't, I don't so. didn't, i didn't see david toms name at all no. mike Hynan finished runner-up twice yeah um but he never won it and you know who else finished runner-up twice larry ia larry IA. yeah <laughs> you know? yeah so i mean um we've had a lot of close calls but uh but man that's a great no, that's a big honor you know great honor for yeah, yeah right? you know when you realize 104 times they've played that event you know, the British Open, which is the oldest tournament in the world, yeah. 151 times. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, it, you know, it's right there with it. Oh, this thing's been around, yeah, yeah. for a long, long time. And, and but, like I said, it's it's produced some some really good champions. No you know? question. And, you know, um, it, I mean, in, in recent years, it seems to be more of a college golfers, you know, winning, you mm-hmm. know, as opposed to but, – but look, Greg Berthelot was up there. I think he was top – Top five, maybe this this time. Yes, he was. You know, so I mean, and full of love, the, your boy from uh, Homer, he was up there. Yeah, pretty high. Yeah, but so. Jake and Hunter, this Hunter battles, uh, they were the only two players to shoot every round, all four rounds under par, which is that's a pretty uh, pretty consistent accomplishment there. You well, know, to do yeah, that, no doubt about it. And this you has know, been and, the fourth and, uh, consecutive year that the score of nine under par is won. Fourth consecutive year. Yeah, that's that's kind of the magic, and and you know that's it's all on different golf courses. Right. You, you could see if it's the same course. Right. You know, you kind of realize well, you know, that's what I need to shoot. But um, I want to, you know, time runs out. But I kind of want to ask him if he had ever heard of a guy named Jimmy McGonagall. Now, you know, way before his time. Okay, mm-hmm. this guy. He first won back in 1945, but but listen to this, Ted. And he won in 1945. He won in 1948. He won it in 1949. He won it in 1950. He won it in 1951. Wow. 52. He finished runner-up in 53. He won in 54. Didn't place in 55. Won it in 56. Won in 57. Wow. And he's from Shreveport. <coughs> so you talk about a legend well, of a golfer. Well, I guess he's heard of him. <laughs> he won nine times. Won it nine times in a, in a like 12-year span. should have named a golf course after him. <laughs> I'm telling you, Jimmy right. McGonagall. Yeah. I mean, I, I was shocked when I kind of went back through the list of, of, of winners, you know. But, uh, but you know, Freddie Haas, I mean, that was a you know, how, I mean, yeah. PGA Tour player, you know, that you – See some of these names, and you you just kind of realize Shirley Picard, you know, he won it a couple of times. Buddy Shard yeah. won it a couple of times, you right. know. So guys that we're familiar with, um, mm-hmm. you know, back at – but, I mean, obviously great honor. And, and, uh, and, again, you can just tell – I mean, I know we didn't have the best connection and, the you know, hopefully – it, it didn't sound as bad on the radio <laughs> as it did, you know, here. You know, yeah. Uh, yeah, it was a little hot. But um, – but again, what I'm so impressed was that every time, and I'm going back to when we were back at the old Regents Bank building, when we had Theo come in with some of his players. Yeah, they're all so respectful. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't get that very much from young guys these days. You know, and 
I mean, it's yes, mm-hmm. sir, and, and I just, I just can't yeah. help but just. You know. I have a good feeling that he he's going to have a good team this year because, like you know, I mean, not only Jake doing well, but Eli and Milan getting those honors and, and, and the way they played in the NCAA tournament, and uh, you know, hopefully the the kid transfer from Illinois, that's Irish kid, uh, and and maybe some of his incoming freshmen, you know, will contribute and may, yeah. may you know when you have a team that's playing poorly. And 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 you, no one's pushing you. You don't have to qualify to go to the next tournament. Right, right, right. It, your game gets you know dull. Well, it that's gets we, slack. We and see, now it's not. It's kind of like that. I mean, I'm not not with all of them, but on the live tour, they they're not getting pushed anymore. You no. know, I mean, they just and some of them are falling off. Oh, like Dustin Johnson, Bubba Watson, <laughs> some of the the stars. You know, I, I mean, mean, it it would. Dustin it's Johnson, hard to that push was yourself. A pathetic showing at the Open, you know. It, yeah. It's hard to say who was the biggest disappointment there, but man, they had some big names that you know missed the cut. Um, but but no, I mean, I thought it was impressive that you know he he drew back on his experience in the Sun Belt Conference Championship in this tournament. That was, that was a good question and a good answer. I enjoyed that. You know that he realized, hey, that was the most nervous I've ever been in my life, and I and I you know and I was successful yeah, at it because you had the whole team riding on your shoulder. It's not like you're losing an individual tournament. You know right. you you don't win that and your whole team goes home. You know that's a lot. It's of, all on you. That's a lot of pressure, buddy. You're doing right. You know, and for him to 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 pull and have that memory to pull. Back and, and on, you know, along those same lines, that your boy Ask Ashka, but hey, yeah, 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 whatever. He, yeah. he said the same thing. He was so nervous, he was shaking in his boots. You know, I mean, well, these are just twenty-one-year-old. These are kids, man. Yeah, you know? these are I mean, these are these are. Like, I get nervous over yeah, a two-foot putt. I know, I know. <laughs> but for those guys, it's it's really life-changing. You know, because I mean, look, they, they still have a lot of money. Don't get me wrong. But now, now you're talking about you know exemption on the tour. Mm-hmm. You're talking about the Masters. You're talking about just a lot of you know world ranking points. Just a a lot of things. Um, and I'm not sure if, what Akshay's nationality is, but I think it's you know, India. Oh, okay. So he's not Ryder Cup eligible. But but boy, Brian Harmon sure played his way onto the Ryder Cup team. You know, well for, I would think you saw Zach Johnson was right there to greet him. You know, um, they're good friends from what I understand. Yeah. It, well. Boy, you know, you know he's short because Zach Johnson was towering <laughs> over him, <laughs> and Zach Johnson's That's not a, a short dude, not too. a tall guy. <laughs> yeah, you know, so uh, I, I think five seven is probably pretty generous, you know, to be <laughs> yeah. honest with you. But I might be taller than him. <laughs> I, I, you might be, man. But but look, it, you know, I got He, I mean, he hits some fantastic shots. Uh, he just didn't miss the fairway, you know. And that, that that was the key. The key. I mean, seventy-five percent accuracy in driving, and in a couple holes, Teddy, when he pulled out driver, I was like, "What are you doing? Why are you hitting driver? You don't he need to hit." Straight. And he just hit it right. He just piped, piped it right it, down yeah. the middle. And Rory, meanwhile, John Rahm, they're in the in the you know weeds. I mean, they they have shots, but it's not this you know probably um, probably the first tournament in a long time that precision overcame power in, oh, in yeah, one. You know, absolutely. I mean, because he's yeah. way he, his clubhead speed is way down there at the bottom. Right, right. Now he was getting out driven by. 40, 50 yards, yeah. you know, and when, they, when the other guy hit driver. But that's good to but, see, you know. I mean, but I mean it, how many bunkers did he hit, Ted? He, one? He hit one bunker. The last hole, right? No, no. He hit oh. one bunker on, and, and listen to this, on the 12th hole in Friday's round, he hit the bunker, chipped it out, because in those bunkers, you cannot go forward, either backwards or sideways. He missed the, the par four with his iron and chipped in for par. I thought he was in the bunker on the last hole. No, he in one bunker the whole tournament. I got okay. it right here. Okay. No, I, I, I really, yeah. cause And he only had six bogeys the whole entire tournament. 
Yeah, that's, man, that's some good golf. Yeah. Now, Sepp Straka, I think, led the field in birdies for the. Um, oh uh, God, uh, yeah. You know, by a lot. By a lot. <laughs> um, but unfortunately, yeah. Look, I'll tell you what. That's a guy that you need to keep your eye on going forward. I mean, he's he's been playing some good golf. Yeah. You know? Another and, Georgia Bulldog. <laughs> well, I tell you what, Georgia's cranking him out. I mean, yeah. I, I didn't realize how how many. Uh, uh, there's a well, I, we, a story I can't repeat on the air, but um, Brendan Todd told a story about a nickname that Brian Horman had in college, uh, <laughs> and it came after a um, a road rage encounter, <laughs> and, uh, oh, and uh, Brian Horman got out of the car to confront the other driver, and the other driver got out. And he was a big old dude <laughs> in a tank top. And he called Brian Harmon a little blank blank, you yeah, know. Yeah. And so that was his nickname for about a month. They said they, all the Georgia teammates were calling him that. And then, you know, he, he, he got well, he got tired of it. So they, they, they eased off. But I'd like to go back. And, so I know Brent, Brendan Todd played on the same team with him. I'd like to go back and see, see who, else? who else was actually on there because that – they had to be pretty loaded, you know. Yeah, Hudson um, Swafford, didn't he play for Georgia? Yeah, I think so. I mean, or, a whole or Harris slew of, English. Harris English, another I mean, one, man. Yeah, I know. There's a whole slew of them that played for Georgia. And you wonder, you wonder how why Georgia hasn't won more natties in golf, yeah. you know. I mean, yeah. I, I guess. And I an, another feel-good story is this guy, Matthew Jordan, who's a oh, member yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Tell no, us I, don't, I don't. I mean, I'm just saying, I, I watched him, and i tell you what. He was that, a qualifier, and he's a member at, at Royal yeah. Liverpool. His, his, his wife was on the bag caddying for him, and he made the cut and birdied yeah. the last hole and got yeah. an unbelievable ovation. Now, you talk about, you know, crowds pulling for you. That was definitely the case because I saw his interview after he, he had an open round good score. I can't remember what it was. Yeah, it was but, good. Uh, like three, maybe two or three. Carol Banks interviewed yeah. him, yeah. But, no, it, it, you know, what was refreshing about him, that, that, kid, that kid's – smile <laughs> literally never left his face i mean the whole tournament every time they walked it was like he was in his fantasy land you know and and um that's his dream come true i mean can you imagine you know no. playing in a major championship at your home course you know and and yeah because he was a kid a 10 year old kid watching rory McIlroy right. win yeah. and before that tiger woods you know so i mean it's like yeah that's that's got to be a dream come true and and to make the cut and then he played, and not only birdied the last hole, but I think he played the last three or four holes in, in, in under par and, and with another birdie. So, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a great treat, something he'll never forget. Yeah, I mean, you know, look, again, the RNA, I think, does a great job with the tournament. I, 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 I was not a fan of that 18th hole, but, yeah. You know, I mean, you with know, the internal out of bounds? Yeah, yeah. I, I just think that's, I don't know. I, I just don't think that's a place in golf for that. Uh, I didn't mind what they did to the 17th. I know it, you know, a lot of people complained about, you know, but look, I mean, it's a very, it's like, what, 120 yards or something like that? Yeah. I mean, you know, you have the same thing at the little postage stamp green at Pebble Beach and all. I mean, you just have to know not to go long. I mean, it, it, it's, a, it's a gap wedge for most of the guys. and It wasn't um, an issue. No one complained. You know, I mean, they complained before, but I don't think it, it uh, decided anybody's career. As some, no, except when you said. went in the back bunker, they were complaining. Now, you know, I saw, look, there was some – and that is how Lynx golf is. There were some squirrely things that happened. When you missed the green, you were at the mercy of what the, where the ball was going because I saw one go off the green. It circled back around. It circled around the whole bunker, the whole bunker. Mm -hmm. And then when it got to the very end of the bunker, it dropped in the bunker <laughs> right by the edge. You know, it's like, okay, now you got no shot. So you have to punch. But that's you know. why players either love it or hate it. Exactly, you know? yeah. And, 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 and players that love it, they, they win in championships. Like Tom Watson, 
he loves Lynx Golf. Yes. And, and, and he's won multiple times there. So, you know, it, it's all in your attitude. You're going to get some bad breaks. You're going to hit some pothole bunkers and, and just have to take your bogey and, and yeah. move on. I guess what I was surprised about, I was thinking about this when I was watching it, because, I, you know, again, <laughs> I, I, I like the concept. I've only played one true, I would say, I mean, the island's supposed to be a Lynx course in Plaquemine, but mm -hmm. no, it's not really. But we played one, I think, in, um, in, on the way to Alabama. To, yes, uh, we did. Yeah. yeah. But um, uh, so I was surprised by, by Rory's approach in that he was launching everything way up in the air, you know, mm -hmm. whereas – when I think of Lynx Golf and the guys who are most successful, you think of them kind of playing along the ground. You no know, question. And, and flighting the ball and stuff like that. So I'm surprised he, you know, managed yeah, that's to. That's why Tiger uh, invented his stinger. His stinger, know? right. So oh, look, he, he learned how to play those courses. Ty Tiger would have, in his prime, he would have tore this up. Oh, man, yeah. I'm, I'm telling He's you. He's too smart a player not to have. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. But Brian Harmon played smart, and, you know. Look, I mean, I'm, I'm happy for him, man. I am, too. I, I mean. I'm look, darn happy. At first, you know, I wanted to see one of the big names win, you know, the you know Rory or, or John Rahm. Or, but the more I thought about it, I was like, yeah. you know, especially when I saw the crowds booing him and stuff like <laughs> yeah. that. I said, nah, there's no place for that, you know. And I I was a little disappointed. And you and everybody else, me included, said after his first round, oh, he's going oh, he, to fall. He's going to cave <laughs> after round two. Oh, he's not going to yeah, he did kept, kept waiting for it, and yeah. it just never yeah. happened, you know. And yeah. and uh, and look, you know, uh, I mean, at 36, will this? Yeah, yeah, it goes down as a you know major winner. I don't think it's going to all of a sudden vault him into being you know a superstar. You know, no, uh, no. I mean, he's kind of late in his career, you know. But uh, but hey, look. But he's uh, not a Ben Curtis or a Todd Hamilton no, no, that no, no, won no, no, these no, previous no, no, opens no. and then faded off into infinity. No, not not at all. And you know, so the third <laughs> lefty to win. Win the Open and the fifth lefty to win a major, you know. So, Good. Um, you know, just who knows what the future of, uh, of golf holds for some of those left-handed players, you know. All right. Well, thanks. We enjoyed it. Uh, yeah. Nice interview with Jake, by the way. So. Uh, yeah, I enjoyed that, too. Yeah. So that was good. Next week we'll be back. So uh, golf's about to, uh, to kick into a different gear, though, right, because we got the Ryder Cup coming up and the FedEx Cups. Yeah, I mean, that, it's so. almost the season's almost over with. Yeah. <laughs> but that's good because football's coming up that's so it. we can forget we'll about it. Focus yeah. on that. Yep. Thanks for tuning in. News is next. Hey guys, if you're looking for the top golf experience in Iberia Parish, you need to look no further than Cane Row Golf and Turf Club. Low or high handicappers will enjoy the beautiful greens, the recently refurbished sand traps, and incredibly plush fairways. And by the way, you don't have to be a golfer to enjoy Cane Row. The brand new clubhouse sports some of the best burgers, pizza, wings, and many other choices along with absolutely the best, most potent margaritas that you've ever tried. So whether it's golf, food, or just some fun, come to Cane Row and enjoy. The GolfBalls.com Retail Center is now open and better than ever. Stop by our newly renovated store to shop the latest in golf balls, clubs, and apparel from brands such as Titleist, TaylorMade, Callaway, and Under Armour. Check out our new state-of-the-art golf simulator and demo the hottest irons, drivers, and putters. Featuring 20,000 square feet of golf equipment and gear, GolfBalls.com was founded here in Acadiana 25 years ago and remains the world leader in golf customization. Located on Arnold Boulevard next to Harbor Freight Tools and, of course, online at GolfBalls.com. We have a new player on the field, and he's ready for kickoff with a delicious ice-cold Coca-Cola. And the kick. Ice giving him a little trouble as a few cubes shake loose. He's probably going to pour it here, and he does. The glass is full. Can he go all the way? 
He did it! Oh, wow! And just listen to that fizz! That might have been the most refreshing thing that I've ever seen. Coca-Cola, taste the feeling. Sugar Oaks Golf Course, located at 4002 Sugar Oaks Road, is an 18-hole regulation golf course. This medium yardage layout has adequate length, wide fairways, and not-too-difficult approach shots. Sugar Oaks Golf Course is a semi-private course that's open to the public. Our guest rates are very attractive, and our monthly dues are accommodating. Give us a call for your tee time. That's Sugar Oaks Golf Course in New Iberia. Phone 337-364-7611-364-7611. You're listening to KANE 1240 AM and K298CQ 107.5 FM, New Iberia. The voice of the Tash. (laughs) 